John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The International Comedy Podcast. It's been a, we've had another little unexpected break, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the Euros, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We were we were supposed to record last week, listeners, and I'm not going to tell you which one of us didn't turn up for the recording, <laughs> but one of us didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just say today is the uh, the third of July, so it's exactly three years ago since uh, Eric Dyer scored uh, the penalty that took us against Colombia that took us through to uh, the World Cup semi-final um, it was crazy three years ago so I was in Japan it was on at what like four o'clock in the morning so I remember getting home about half six I'd got an email from the university where I was coming to in England saying they weren't going to pay me the money that they promised <laughs> me so that was one of the biggest panics I've ever had Realising I'd given up my life in Japan to to go to a country with absolutely no money, with a wife and two kids. That's saying something because you've had a fair few large panics in your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that one to go from the highs of winning to getting home and checking my email to the absolute terror that my life was ruined was uh, yeah something that I would never forget. So, um, <laughs> how's things with you, anyway? <laughs> well, I I was desperate to tell. Oh, that was this is going to expose who didn't turn up last week. But I was <laughs> desperate to tell you a story last week. So <laughs> I'm just going to get. I'm going to tell you it now. So this goes back because we haven't recorded for so long. This goes back to when England played Scotland, and that was on June the nineteenth. That get that game was played in Japan. It was played at. Uh, four o'clock in the morning. So yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch it live. It was only a group game. So I thought I'm not going to watch it live. I'll wake up in the morning and I had it on. Uh, I could record it, you know. Yeah. And then, so I got up in the morning, got my breakfast, sat down in front of the TV with a coffee, and started watching the football. And I was just sitting there enjoying it. And then, after about like my, my wife was up as well. And then after about an hour or so, she said she said to me, "I'm going to go out soon. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to pop to the cake shop." So is there any sort of cake is there any cake you want? And I was like, Oh oh yeah, I'd love a bit of like whatever, chocolate cake or something. And she was like, Oh, okay, fine, fine. So so I thought it was like a little bit weird that she'd be going to the cake shop. Normally it's like saved for birthdays and stuff. So <laughs> so anyway, after after a while she went out and I was sitting there watching the second half of the football and I and I was there just with the younger kid. My big boy had gone out with, with mummy. And I sat there and then on my phone popped up a reminder and it said, today is your anniversary. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, I've had a mare. <laughs> like, and it kind of fell into place. That's why she's going to the cake shop. Now I understand the cake thing. I thought, oh, I haven't mentioned it or anything at all this morning. So I flew like into this massive panic. And so I was running. Well, on that day, the youngest kid was sick. Like right. he was, like he'd been off school. He's quite sick, so I couldn't really even take him out. 
like, oh no, what am I going to do? So I had to rush around. So I sort of thought, right, I've got to A team this and like build <laughs> stuff out of nothing. So I, <laughs> I got, I got a, I got some paper and I made a handmade, homemade card, you know, very romantic <laughs> and decorated it nicely. And then we've got this drawer of presents upstairs that, you know, it's like spare presents. So I ran up to the spare present drawer. And I was digging through it and it's like kids' books and like pop-up pirate. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't give her pop-up pirate for her anniversary present. And there was nothing suitable in there. So I ran back down. I remembered my stepmom had sent over this uh, galaxy chocolate brownie mix that we right. hadn't used. So I was like, brilliant. It took, t- look, took 25 minutes in the oven to make. So I whipped it up, put it in the oven, and then I made these little uh, like love hearts to go in, in it and a banner that said happy anniversary and stuff. Because like. Yeah, I thought I did a good job. I'll show you the photo later. It's definitely, <laughs> I definitely did a good job. Coloured it in all nicely. I made a little banner and I hung it on the wall saying happy anniversary. I thought, right, hopefully this is going to be good enough. That <laughs> Oh, one other thing I forgot to mention. Halfway through this, I went to the near the front door and I found an Amazon package unopened by the front door. Oh. It was like quite heavy i'm thinking oh no she's gone to get cake she's bought me a present and i've got like a homemade banner and a a brownie mix that's worth like (laughs) 2.99 i was like i hope is enough so anyway after that was all i could get there was no way i could leave the house i didn't know when she was coming back anyway so she came back shortly after and then I'd left the stuff in the kitchen like, arranged nicely, you know, so that when she found it, she'd be surprised and, th- and think I hadn't forgotten it was our anniversary. Then <laughs> when she came in the kitchen, she didn't see it at first. And then the second time she came in, I was stood in there and I kind of like pointing towards it. And she came <laughs> over and she, and she said, she goes, what, what's that? And I said, happy anniversary. <laughs> and then I knew for that instant from the look on her face, she'd forgotten. Oh, genius. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh my God. And then she put her head in her hands and she oh. was like, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. And boy, did I lay it on thick. <laughs> what, was in the, what was in the Amazon box? Rice? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, it was rice or maybe like some soap. She gets soap delivered a lot. <laughs> So I still haven't told her that in the morning. I'd forget. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, but I mean, regardless of the fact that I still remembered before she did and made a banner and (laughs) card and a cake. (laughs) We're just good husbands, aren't we? Oh, (laughs) yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe when I got that message on my phone, it was like a reminder I'd set to myself. I couldn't believe I said it for like 10 o'clock or 11 <laughs> o'clock on the day of the anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you fucking idiot? So, <laughs> so I've re- I've deleted that reminder, which comes annually, obviously. And I've now sent it, set it for the day before our anniversary. Right. <laughs> I'd set it a couple of days before, a couple of days before, so you could get time to buy something. Well, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Maybe I should set up multiple reminders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was... I, I milked it all day, um, of course. Well, my wedding anniversary this year is on the 31st of May and we were camping with like a lot of people. So it wasn't very romantic, but on the morning, 
I woke up about five o'clock in the morning in the tent with cramping both my legs. So I was <laughs> trying to get out of the tent to go. I needed a piss as well because I've been drinking. Trying to get out of the tent with cramping both my legs, effing and blinding, like crying, <laughs> literally crying. And she was said, that's the best anniversary present she's ever had. <laughs> See me in absolute agony. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, at least she remembered. John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNS in J News. Time for the news, John. What have you got for us? Okay, so this is uh, from the Mirror Online. They've got it from Reddit. But the headline is, man urged to leave wife after what? So what do you think? Why Why would the Reddit users recommend that this guy uh, leaves his wife? What had she okay, done? Let me, al- let me ask you a few yes or no questions yeah, to give yeah, me a kind of, of direction. Course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is it to do with being unfaithful or cheating or something like that? No. So it's nothing. Uh, there's no sort of violence or cheating or anything like that. It's something that she did, um, which was... Considered to be cruel by lots of people. Is it to do with uh, kids? Yeah, in a roundabout way, yes. Okay. Uh, is it... Um, I, uh, I've asked for three yes or no questions and I can't even come up with a third. <laughs> How's that? Um, is, it, um, is it something to do with their kids? Right. So it's to do with a cruel prank that she's played. So man urged to leave wife after a cruel something prank backfires. So, any other any other guesses? Do you think? Okay, I'm going to say she. Um, okay, I'm thinking she might do what is customary in your house and hide in cupboards and jump out on people. <laughs> no. So uh, this one, and it's one which goes basically full circle, and it is uh, the boy who cried wolf. Uh, literally, well, not literally, because it's not a wolf. Um, so, <laughs> Um, so it's the, the story says a man has revealed how his wife accused him of ruin her, ruining sorry her pregnancy announcement. So the man in his 30s said that his wife, 26, had been trying for a baby for the last nine months with no luck. So worried that there was a problem that was preventing them from conceiving. They sought out medical advice, but were just told to be patient. The issue is that my wife kept joking about this matter and pranked me twice by lying to me saying she was pregnant, he revealed. The first time when he was at work, she sent him a text message saying she was pregnant. So he said, I was so happy I came home, bought her stuff with me to celebrate, only to find her laughing in my face saying it was a prank. <laughs> right? I mean, that, that is, is pretty evil. Well, yeah. So it says the second time she pranked him, she recorded his reaction and showed her family. Um, <laughs> right? So, but then he goes full circle. He said, uh, I told her I didn't appreciate how she laughs about a serious matter than having me believe it was true only to ruin my happiness. She stopped for two months, the man added. Right. So this is when it gets good. So last night we were at my parents' house sitting having dinner when she said she had a gift for me. She had my sister go bring a small teddy bear with a note on it and gave it to me. I was nervous and worried about her pulling some of her pranks on me in front of my family. I read the note that the teddy bear had said, 
I was going to be a daddy. I looked at my wife and she smiled at me and congratulated me, saying she was pregnant. I saw red immediately. I said, that's it. I got up from my seat, tossed the piece of paper on the table. I just snapped, telling her to stop making fun of something so serious and sensitive. I told her I was done with her lack of respect and sympathy for the most important thing that I've been struggling with. And to include my parents in her prank too was low. My wife excused herself to the bathroom. My mum and dad, who were unaware of what was happening, understandably stunned by my reaction. <laughs> my sister said my wife was actually pregnant and just confirmed by test that she'd seen with her own eyes, he continued. I felt both happy and devastated because I thought she was pulling the same prank again and I got fed up with it. <laughs> so this is... This is- so my wife was really mad with me. <laughs> I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna bleep that bit out for you, just so you don't, you don't get any backlash. <laughs> yeah, she says my wife was mad with me and argued in the car, saying I had ruined her joy and made her look awful in front of my family, as well as lashing out at her as my reaction to the happy news. She said she told me in front of my parents to show me she was serious this time, and I should have known that. She had her mum call to berate me. I said her poor daughter will suffer with my boorish behaviour and lack of respect for her. My (laughs) wife has been giving me the cold shoulder ever since. She told me I ruined the moment she's been waiting so long for and that she'll remember my reaction for the rest of her life. (laughs) (laughs) she's, She's literally got no one to blame but herself for this. Yeah. So, yeah, you imagine what Reddit users had to say about this. Uh, One person said she's ruined it for them both because she pranked him not once but twice. There's no way he would know if she was telling the truth or not. Um, he Any announcement she made will be tainted by the anxiety. She's been very manipulative. What you've got to do is get rid of this one. <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, it's the mother of his kid. <laughs> it's a little bit yeah. difficult to get rid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why did you marry this person? She's small-minded and toxic. She has all the makings of a terrible parent. Get out as well you can. Please don't make any more people with this person. <laughs> third third user said, a copy of The uh, the Boy Who Cried Wolf would make an excellent baby shower gift. <laughs> I'm liking the phrase, don't make any more people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my... My wife and I have promised to each other that we won't make any more people. Yeah. <laughs> Quite happy with the number. Yeah. I don't think my wife would let me make any more people, even if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both in agreement that it's completely the woman's fault in this situation. I think in this case, yeah, I don't think she's got much of a leg to stand on. If if she had only tricked him once in the beginning... yeah. And then, and then, sort of promised and said, no, "I won't ever, ever do it again." Then I would yeah. give, I give her a bit of leeway. But yeah, but no, come on, you've done it twice. You've taken a video. You showed, it, you've done it. You've taken a video of yeah. you doing it. I showed your parents, and then it's like, well, logically, the next step is to humiliate your boyfriend or husband <laughs> in front of his parents. So yeah, I'm with him yeah. on this. I mean. It sounds. I can't remember how it, how you you read it, but it sounded like he probably lost his temper quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. I just, um, I just for me, just the picture in my mind of just him there with his parents and her going, oh, "I'm pregnant," and him just going, "Oh, I can't believe you've done this. Just, you've ruined my life. You're a I fucking you. bitch." <laughs> yeah. And his his mum and dad sat there. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of chicken on their fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
So are we going to be grandparents or not? <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Time for some musical comedy. Uh, this is a song by Ruben VM. He does a lot of the jingles for the show. He hasn't given. He hasn't done a song for the show since he he sent us one in January, roasting <laughs> John big time yeah. about John's uh, musical jingle making abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, he didn't really just stop at the jingle making abilities, did he? He kind of just <laughs> really went for you. Well, I, I, uh, because I've been so busy at work this morning, I actually tried practicing guitar again for the first time in about two weeks, and just every everything just turned to shit again. So I'm back to square one. So, <laughs> I this mean, Christmas jingle I know, is going to be. Uh, I, was, I was about to say, I don't know if this is the time to remind you that you promised to make a Christmas jingle. <laughs> yeah, I've got five months left to make a Christmas jingle, or six, yeah, five and a half months. Uh, yeah, well, good, well, good luck with it, and I think it's probably a around time to start the uh, jingle countdown jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we uh before we crack on with the jingle countdown jingle, uh it's time for Ruben VM. Uh this is his song, uh and it's about this year's 2021 now Olympics. Cancel the Olympics, please my friends. Cancel the Olympics, please my friends. They began vaccinating much too late Now it's close to the expiration date So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends They ask us to avoid going out For sports no one gives two shits about So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends People in Japan are stuck at home while the athletes all get down to bone. So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends. Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends. It's the worst Olympics in history since the one in Nazi Germany. So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends. Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends. It's a strange thing to prioritize TV rights over human rights So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends For the athletes, I've got no sympathy Enjoy your tainted victories So cancel the Olympics, please, my friends Cancel the Olympics, please, my friends we're promised economic benefits Now we're told to go eat a bag of dicks So cancel the Olympics Please my friends, everybody now Cancel the Olympics I used to have friends Hey, John, what are you doing? I'm cooking, obviously What does it look like I'm doing? Nah, I, I think I think you're doing that a bit too much. It's... No, no, it's fine. I know what I'm doing. No, no, seriously, that that is not going to end well. Well, trust me, I know what I'm doing. It's perfect. Or is it? 
There we go. It's the burnt question. All right, and now it's time for the burnt question. These are uh, replies to previous burning questions we've had. So who's been in touch, Sam? Uh, yeah, well, I I mentioned to you that I wanted to do the burnt question this week because my brother got in touch. So last episode, which seems quite a long time ago now, but it was the burning question for that episode was what scared you as a kid? Do, John, do you remember what I said my brother was scared of as a kid when he was a wasn't kid? It that, wasn't it the tramp in the bo- bottom of the garden? Yeah, yeah. We used to have woods behind our house and yeah, uh, there was a tramp there and he was terrified of it so anyway my brother listens to the podcast and then he got in touch with me often when he's sending me messages um through whatsapp or whatever he does he, he he sometimes he types but often he'll send me a voice memo and it, sometimes they're quite long and rambly i think he goes outside <laughs> with a cup of tea and just sort of rambles into it so it's like sort of it's like listening to like a mini private podcast about my brother but <laughs> anyway so i'm gonna i'm gonna play you now um his message to me or this is part of his message to me i wouldn't play you the whole thing we don't have enough time but um, i'll play you part of it now and uh, this is his re- sort of response about the tramp in the woods he swears quite a lot see, see, see if you notice <laughs> that and considering he's the younger brother i consider it a real lack of respect <laughs> here we go yeah and you fucker as well I meant, to, I meant to send you a message about this. Listen to your last podcast and the fucking tramps in the wood story came up because someone told me that there was tramps in the wood. That <laughs> someone was you, you fucking knob. <laughs> <laughs> and told me that they were going to kidnap me and take me away as well, you <laughs> bell. Fucking hell. It was my own overactive imagination uh, that changed these tramps into sloth from the goonies and for some reason they wore you know the old doctor mirror thing they used to wear on their foreheads they used to wear them as well i don't know why uh but yeah so that someone was you you fucking helmet uh yeah and i had night terrors about it so i'm glad that i hit you in the nuts with that hockey stick when you were talking to kevin at the front door that time <laughs> <Bell end>. um <laughs> i think hitting someone in the in the testicles for for merely mentioning with a hockey that, stick yeah yeah <laughs> for merely mentioning that there might be a tramp waiting in the background to kidnap yeah i think it's an <laughs> overreaction <laughs> uh yeah so you can see he wasn't that happy about it <laughs> also he lives in liverpool the accent has rubbed off on him somewhat you probably noticed <laughs> yeah he didn't have the posh elocution of you <laughs> he wasn't worried about missing football practice obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a callback <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um did you feel like he was he, he was in it within his rights to attack me physically with a weapon or <laughs> yeah well brothers always do stuff don't they like that <laughs> brotherly love exactly <laughs> <laughs> so what other uh what other burnt questions uh have been answered well this was uh again a few people got in touch with uh about something you were scared of as a child. Um, so Al got in touch via the internet. He said the original film, The Blob, 
he watched it as a kid. It scared the hell out of him as his gran had air vents in the bedroom and he thought he was going to come in and get him. Um, and then my <laughs> favourite one that, was... Sorry, that, that reminds me of me, me being scared of sitting on the toilet because Jaws was going to bite my bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or your, uh, your yeah. son with the monkey shutters. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that hasn't... That seems to be okay a bit recently. Yeah, yeah the, I think the I think the monkey fears died down. <laughs> um, and then Tom, uh, my friend Tom, got in chat. This was because I'd asked this on a group chat that I'm in, um, and this one's quite weird. Uh, he says um, he was scared of as a child. who's the threat of being penalised by the referee. He thought it was his foreskin was going to be removed by hand until he figured out the true <laughs> meaning when he was around eleven. <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh my god! I know, right? So people on the group chat. Um, so somebody else asked him, "Why did you think it was by hand specifically?" Um, he said, "He said no idea. It's just mine's eye." I remember telling my mum, and I recall her blank expression. So then I thought that foreskin removal was socially acceptable, <laughs> um, which is quite bizarre. Pe- pe- penalised. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch football with the commentary on and really think of anything else from now on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then my other friend, Danny, he said something that you were scared of as a child. He said uh, food that you were still enjoying eating uh, was going to be sent to starving kids in Africa if you didn't eat quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, I mean, yeah. my wife says I eat incredibly fast. Uh, all my family do. And I think it's that just... Uh, you know, if you don't hurry up and eat up, this food's going to be sent to starving kids in Africa. <laughs> or yeah, your granddad's going to eat it. That was a common refrain in my house as a kid as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm obviously sorry that kids are starving in Africa, but are you really going to send some baked beans and potato waffles to them? Oh, no, that, it, was, it, was always gonna, it was always going to be like, are well, you going to post broccoli? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah lifted some the, cabbage. <laughs> the African kids on the other end going, yeah. you're taking the fucking piss. That's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved. Thanks to Ruben VM, of course, for the music and for the uh, the song. That I think it was fairly clear on which side of the gate he stands on whether to cancel the Olympics or not. Uh, <laughs> That's a weird to... Which side of the gate he stands on? Right. <laughs> which side of the fence <laughs> he sits on? <laughs> right. Are you making up your own idioms now? Look, I've just been in Japan too long. (laughs) (laughs) I've taught that idiom to 15 people this week, so... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make it come on parlance. (laughs) Last night on TV, there was a guy had with a vengeance. Uh, One of the ways that he sniffs out the bad guy is that as he's getting into the elevator, the the German who says, uh, it's been raining dogs and cats all day, so that's how he knows that he's actually uh, a fucking wrong So... Brilliant. <laughs> so with you with you standing on the side of the gate, what I think are you a German? 
German mercenary. <laughs> uh, last Thursday morning, or was it Thursday, Wednesday morning, I was very upset with the result of the football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also, yeah, thanks to continuing the thanks, thanks to Matt Perkins. Oh, something I wanted to mention. Uh, in the last episode, um, we we announced the release of our anniversary special. So thanks to everyone who's downloaded that. Uh, sounds like most of you, uh, well, I say most of you have enjoyed it. We, there were a couple of technological hiccups uh, in that quite a lot of people tried to get on the website and it wasn't working and they couldn't get it. And well, I don't know who's in charge of that technological stuff, but they fucked up big time, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I was, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so let me reassure you, he says, with <laughs> his fucking touching all the wood that's around him, that if if you happen to want to go and get our anniversary special from the website, you can go and get it now. John and Sam in Japan.com. It's only <laughs> available there. Uh, you can get it for free, or if you want to chip in something, you can, but don't feel like you have to. We'd rather you listen to it than didn't listen to it at all. <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, another thing was initially PayPal wasn't a payment option. PayPal is now. <laughs> so, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've been pulling out all the stops. Uh, undoubtedly, as <laughs> the second I, we finish recording now, I'm going to go and test it and it won't be working. <laughs> maybe, John, maybe, maybe it wasn't working because too many people were trying to get it at once and the website crashed. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. How, you think, how are you feeling about that? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's probably oh, we've been, it. We've been doxxed by some, uh, somebody who just doesn't like what we're talking about. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. Yeah, probably our wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I suppose next episode's burning question uh, from your story about your anniversary. So what's something that you've bluffed? I think. So you've. Uh, oh, good. good. Yeah, something oh, that you've yeah. bluffed your way through. Are we accepting university as a valid answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my I didn't successfully bluff my way through that. I don't think. Uh, I'll, yeah, I suppose I'll tell that story next episode. I'll look forward to it. <laughs> right, anything else? No, I think that's all. All right, catch, catch you, you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family, or even the people you're married. You should join in, answer the burning question. Send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.
that someone was you, you fucking helmet.